an Easter to each one of you. Thank you for being here today. And usually Steve's up here greeting with me, but he's got this thing going with lots of reading and singing today, so I'm going to do it. And what comes to me was um, yesterday when I was working here, the thought that came to me was Jesus' love is deep and strong in each one of us. And so this morning I just quickly Googled, it's like, well, I need to have a scripture for that. <laughs> and I'm going to read it. It's written as a prayer from Ephesians 3, verse 17. And this is our Easter morning scripture and prayer. I pray that Jesus Christ will live in your hearts because of your faith. I pray that your life will be strong in love. And I pray that you and all God's people will have the power to understand the greatness of Jesus Christ's love. How wide, how long, how high, and how deep that love is. Jesus Christ's love is greater than anyone can ever know. But I pray that you will be able to know that love. Then you can be filled with everything God has for you. Easter blessings to you. Amen. Thank you, Joyce. Happy Resurrection Sunday to everybody. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen. Please join us in singing these wonderful old hymns full of lots of good thoughts and words to meditate on. Dark domain, and he lives forever. 
sound wonderful. <laughs> um, now I would say, if it was 20 years ago, turn in your hymnals to <laughs> page 510. But the next song is Heaven Came Down. So please join us for that one. my Savior I met. Oh, what tender, compassionate friend, he met the needs of my heart. Shadows dispelling with joy I am telling, he made all the darkness depart. Heaven came down and glory Savior made me whole. My sins were washed away, and my night was turned to so quickly was made when as a sinner I came took of the offer of grace he did proffer he saved me oh praise his dear name heaven came down and glory filled my soul when at the cross the Savior made
Today. 
walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. Hallelujah. Thank you, everybody. Sounds wonderful. Isn't it wonderful that he's not only alive, but he walks and talks with us? Yeah. At least he walks and talks with me. <laughs> Matthew 28, verse 1 to 8, the resurrection. Early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone, and sat on it. His face shone like lightning, and his clothing was as white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw him, and they fell into a dead faint. Then the angel spoke to the women, Don't be afraid, he said. I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead, just as he said he would have, it would happen. Come, see where his body was laying. And now go quickly and tell his disciples that he's risen from the dead. And he's going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I've told you. The women ran quickly from the tomb. They were very frightened, but also filled with great joy. And they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. Amen. You can all be seated. We have a special number for you.
stand up and let's greet each other, okay? Find somebody you don't know and give them a hello.
John chapter 12, verse 23 to 24. Jesus gave his life that we may experience life and love. He came to give his life for you. Matthew 20, verse 28. The Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many, paying the price to set them free from the penalty of sin. It wasn't the nails or spikes that kept Jesus on the cross to die. It was his love for you and me. 1 John 3.16 We know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. So we also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. God's love for you caused him to give his only son to die for you and give you eternal life. John 3.16 God loved the world this way. He gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him will not die, but shall have eternal life. John 12, 23, 24. Jesus replied that the time had come for him to return to his glory in heaven, and that I must fall and die like a kernel of wheat that falls into the furrows of the earth. Unless I die, I will be alone, a single seed. But my death will produce many new wheat kernels, a plentiful harvest of lives. Let's start with the ladies. Everyone can join. Okay, let's stand the up love of God is greater far. Do we have the words to this one? <laughs> You know what? Let's start with the ladies. The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to the Yeah. 
God's race, the saints and angels song. I'll sing verse three. Oh, love. Oh, but we'll do the chorus first. Oh, love of God, so rich and pure, how measureless and strong. It shall forevermore endure the saints and angels' song. Could we rethink the ocean filled and were the skies of parchment made? Were every stock on earth a quill and every man a scribe by trade to write the love of God above would drain the ocean dry nor could the Stretch from sky to sky. Oh, love of God, so rich and pure, how measureless and strong it shall forevermore endure. The saints and is wonderful. Thank you because your love penetrates us, Lord, spirit, soul, and body. Thank you because your love is on our children, on our grandchildren. Thank you because your love brings healing, it brings peace, it brings joy, it brings kindness, it brings hope for now and tomorrow. First Peter chapter 2, 23 to 25. Jesus was my substitute, so victory is now my victory. Isaiah 5, Isaiah 53, 6 to 12. We are all like sheep who've wandered off and gotten lost. We've all done our own thing, gone our own way. And God has piled all our sins, everything we've done wrong, on him, on him. He was beaten. He was tortured. But he didn't say a word. Like a lamb taken to the slaughter, and like a sheep being shared, he took all in silence. Justice miscarried. And he was led off. And he did, and did anyone really know what was happening? He died without a talk for his own welfare. Beaten bloody for the sins of many people. They buried him 
with the wicked. They threw him in a grave with a rich man, even though he'd never hurt a soul. Or said one word that wasn't true. Still, it was God. It's what God had in mind all along to crush him with pain. The plan was that he give himself as an offering for sin so that he'd see life come from it. Life, life, and more life. And God's plan will deeply prosper through him. Out of that terrible travel of soul, he'll see that it's forth he'll see that it's forth it and be glad he did it. Through what he experienced, my righteousness, my righteous one, my servant, will make many righteous ones, as he himself carries the burden of their sins. Therefore, I'll reward him extravagantly, the best of everything, the highest honors, because he looked dead in the face and didn't flinch, because he embraced the company of the lowest. He took on his own shoulders the sin of the many. He took up the cause of all the black sheep. Second Corinthians verse, uh, chapter 5, verse 21. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. 1 Peter 2, 23-25. When he was verbally abused, he did not return with an insult. When he suffered, he would not threaten retaliation. Jesus faithfully entrusted himself into the hands of God who judges righteously. He himself carried our sin in his body on the cross so that we would be dead to sin and live for righteousness. Our instant healing flowed from his wounding. You were like sheep that continually wandered away, but now you have returned to the true shepherd of our lives the kind guardian who lovingly watches over your soul. Amen. God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Please join us in singing this next song, I Am the Righteousness of God in Christ. Let's stand together again Righteousness of God in Christ, a brand new creation in Him. I can now approach the presence of God with no condemnation of sin. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am now complete in Him. I'm a partaker of His divine nature. On me He will not impute sin. 
have been crucified with Christ, crucified and buried with Him. We are one with Him in righteousness after we became one in sin. He became as we were, He might be as He is now. He became one with us in death, we became one in life with Him. I'm confessing, I am the righteousness of God in Christ, a brand new creation in Him. I can now approach the presence of God with no condemnation of sin. I am the righteousness of God in Christ, I am now complete in partaker of his divine nature on me will not impute sin he died to make us live to make us righteous he was made sin he became weak to make us strong suffered shame to give us glory he went to hell to take us to heaven was condemned to justify us. He was made sin to make us well, was cast out from the presence of God to make us welcome there. I am the righteousness of God in Christ, a brand new creation in Him. I can now approach the presence of God with no condemnation of sin. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am now complete in Him. I'm a partaker of His divine nature. On me He will not impute sin. A partaker of His divine nature. On me He will not impute sin. You may be seated. Philippians 2, verse 3 to 11. Love's never failing way to victory, to victorious life is shown in Jesus. From God's selfless giving, love come forth life and victory. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 8. Love never fails. Example of this truth found in Jesus. Philippians 2, verse 3 to 11. Be free from pride-filled opinions, for they will only harm your cherished unity. That's love in action. Don't allow self-promotion to hide in your hearts, but in authentic humility, Put others first and view others as more important than yourselves. That's love in action. Abandon every display of selfishness. Possess a greater concern for what matters to others instead of your own interest. That's love in action. And consider the example that Jesus, the anointed one, has set before us. Let his mindset become your motivation. 
He existed in the form of God, yet he gave no thought to seize equality with God as a supreme prize. That's love in action. Instead, he emptied himself of his outward glory by reducing himself to the form of a lowly servant. He became human. That's love in action. He humbled himself and became vulnerable, choosing to reveal as a man, choosing to be revealed as a man and was obedient. He was a perfect example, even in his death, a criminal's death by crucifixion. That's love in action. Because of that obedience, God exalted him and multiplied his greatness. He has now been given the greatest of all names. Love never fails. The authority of the name of Jesus causes every knee to bow in reverence. Everything and everyone will one day submit to this name. In heavenly realm, in the earthly realm, in the demonic realm, love never fails. And every tongue will proclaim in every language, Jesus is Lord Yahweh, bringing glory and honor to God, his Father. Love never fails. Amen. We thank you, Lord, for your unfailing love. Please join us in singing this next song. fiction fountains open deep and wide through the floodgates of God's mercy flowed a vast and gracious tide grace and love like mighty rivers poured incessant from above and peace and perfect justice Kissed a guilty world in love. Let me all thy love accepting, love thee ever all my days. Let me seek thy kingdom only, and my life to be thy praise. Thou alone. Thou hast cleansed and sanctified me, 
that Jesus came and died for my sins. That I can stand before you today and proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord. When spending some time with the Lord, um, I just, he gave me a word. A lot of times I'll get words for myself or words for other people, but this time I really felt like this was a word for the church. And so I just want to share this with you. So I'd really like you to close your eyes right now and just receive this from the Lord. For the Lord would say, run, run to me, come unto me and sup, come and drink from the rivers of living water. For my desire is to wrap you in my love. Come, open up your heart, for there is a secret place in me that I would have you to shelter. For I am a shield about you that will keep you safe from the attacks of the enemy. For in these times of turmoil, there is no other place to find peace but in me, saith the Lord. For I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes unto the Father except through me. 
Each of you, my children, have been created for a purpose. I have a plan for your life, saith the Lord. As you were formed in your mother's womb, I saw you. I saw you. You were set apart unto me. Now is the time to come to fill yourself up and to allow my spirit to overflow so you can spill out and impact those around you with my love, with my honor, and with my righteousness. The time has never been more urgent than now. Now is the time to love. Now is the time for unity. Now is the time for my bride to purify herself and come unto me, saith the Lord. For within the realm of my spirit there comes wisdom, there comes revelation, so that you can know me more. And to know me more is to fill yourself with all the essence of who I am, so I can flow out of you to all those around you. I have created you for relationship, and my desire is for you to know me, to know my love, a love that will never end. It is a love for all eternity, that as, that as your name is written on it, engraved in the palms of my hands, saith the Lord of hosts. I did this. I did this, yes, just for you. Thank you, Cindy. <clears throat> Lest I forget it, some, I'd say right now, thank you, Susan, for helping so much with bringing these songs together and all of you that are helping this morning and the sound booth and the meal, the men, Dane leading there and guys, um, thank you so much on this Resurrection Sunday. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, Joyce mentioned I wasn't coming up there to talk because I was kind of saving my voice. She said I was dealing with something, or I forget what she said. But anyway, it's, I've been having a little tickle in my throat. And so this morning I thought, what can I do with that? Well, I was saving it some. And Jill has been, thank you so much for helping with reading this morning, Jill. But this morning I thought, well, uh, she had some... It's called thieves stuff, and well, not a cough drop. It's the liquid kind uh, mouthwash, and I, and I noticed that that helped me yesterday when I tried it. And, but and I also have this little bottle that I have usually have alcohol in, <laughs> you know, for whatever. You know, I mean, I'm not imbibing. I don't mean that, but. This is just plain isopropyl, okay? <laughs> but uh, anyway, I dumped it out, and then I put this other stuff in it so I could use it, and I squirted it, and I forgot to clean out the tube. 
I got a shot this morning. Uh, so if I, I'm a little tipsy, you know, give me a little grace here. <laughs> um, Jesus. I'm so thankful for that cross that Mark Ventanzo made for us. But what he did for us on that cross, you know, you can see how it was moving Cindy there this morning. It has me too. Oh, what a beautiful choir here this morning. That a cappella song. But what that did, it brought me right back to my my dad, because that was his favorite, one of his favorite songs, maybe his favorite. And I just had the thought, yeah, they may be singing that on the other side, in that other realm. Because those that have gone on, they're very real. I mean, they're very much alive. Because Jesus is alive! <laughs> He's alive this morning. He is alive. In fact, you know what? He's not only alive, he's here in this place because he said he would be. That's the truth. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is here among us this morning. And he showed us love in action. You know, it says in Colossians 2, starting at verse 12, this is a New Living Translation. It tells about what happened with us with him. It says, you, and you put your name in there this morning, you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with him you were raised to new life because you trusted so I was raised to new life because I trusted. Repeat this after me. I was raised to new life. Repeat this after me. <laughs> Don't say that, but say this. I was raised to new life because I trusted in him. Hallelujah. And I trusted his mighty power, the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. He was dead. He was really dead. Physically, he died. Oh, what he went through. How many have seen The Passion of the Christ, that movie by Mel Gibson, that he was the director? Quite a few of you. Um, it's hard to watch. What Jesus went through for us that we might live eternally is something else. Verse 13, you were dead because of your sins. And that really is talking about spiritual death. You know, what is that? That separation from God. That's what spiritual death is. It's being separated from God and all that he is. All the love, joy, and peace but it was because of our sinful nature, our sins were not yet cut away. But then God made you alive with Christ. Repeat this. God made me alive with Christ. God made me alive with Christ. 
for he forgave all of our sins. Hey, you did that time, I didn't even ask you to. That's pretty good. <laughs> but that's true. All, and it says not some of them, part of them, it says all. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. In this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and the authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. Thank you, Lord. And then Hebrews 2, 14. Because God's children are human beings, made of flesh and blood, the Son also became flesh and blood. Jesus, as he walked this earth, was full of God, but he was just like you and me. He, he had flesh, he had bones, and he had blood. In fact, the life is in the blood, the, the Bible says. And he gave all of his blood for us so that we might have life. The Son became flesh and blood, for only as a human being could he die, and only by dying could he break the power of the devil, who had the power of death. Only in this way could he set free all who have lived their lives as slaves to the fear of dying. We don't have to be afraid of death and dying. All of us one day are going to, if Jesus hasn't returned before, which he may, he very well may, but we do not have to be in fear of that. Revelation 1.17, when I saw him, I fell at his feet as if I were dead, but he laid his right hand on me and said, don't be afraid, I am the first and the last, I am the living one, I died, but look, I'm alive forever and ever, and I hold the keys of death in the grave. Jesus says, I am not on the cross anymore. Resurrection power. We should stand for this one too, right? Let's stand up and sing resurrection power.
sit down. We died with Jesus, and now we live with Jesus. Galatians 2.20, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Christ lives in me. The Passion Translation of that verse. My old identity has been co-crucified with Christ and no longer lives. And now the essence of this new life is no longer mine, for the Anointed One lives His life through me. We live in union as one. Let that soak in. We live in union as one. My new life is empowered by the faith of the Son of God who loves me so much that he gave himself for me, dispensing, oh, receive this, take it, make it your own, dispensing his life into mine. Colossians 2, 12 and 13, the Passion Translation. For we've been buried with him, with Jesus, into his death. Our baptism into death also means we were raised with him. When we believed in God's resurrection power, the power that raised him from death's realm, this realm of death describes our former state, for we were held in sin, sin's grasp. But now, say now. now, now we've been resurrected out of that realm of death never to return, for we are forever alive and forgiven of all of our sin. That's another song.
invented song selection. Susan, of all these songs. Jesus' resurrection is my resurrection into forgiveness and life and love. Colossians 1.13 He has rescued us completely from the tyrannical rule of darkness. That tyrannical rule is a cruel and unfair power grab. Tyrannical rule of darkness. And that's what the devil does. And he's behind all the stuff we see in the earth. That's that way as well. We need to remember that. And that's why we pray. Because our prayers have effect. But he's rescued us completely from the tyrannical rule of the darkness of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of the realm of his beloved son. For in the son all our sins are canceled and we have the release of redemption through his very blood. We've been resurrected from hate to love. We've been resurrected from sin to forgiveness. We've been resurrected from grief to joy. And we've been resurrected from darkness to light. We've been resurrected from fear. What a tyrannical ruler that can be to faith. And we've been resurrected from death unto life, eternal life forever and ever. These years that we spend on this earth are such a blink of an eye compared to the eternity that awaits us. It's beyond time. Time isn't even a question. I mean, it's not even part of it. It's just on and on. And Jesus has come that now while we are living on this earth, that we would be his love lights we will be his love in action right around us where we are. He came that we might have life and have it abundantly so that we can be channels for that love and light. John 10.10 10. The thief comes only in order to steal and to kill and to destroy. I, Jesus said, came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full Tell it overflows. And what happens when it overflows? It goes to somebody else, right? Hallelujah. Just a little note. The scriptures that we use today are the ones that I used on April 11, 1982. But they didn't have all these translations then. 40 years ago, these same scriptures, and they haven't changed, and they never will. They're going to take us, they're going to take me right into the shores of glory. Right into the shores of glory. To meet my loved ones who are there. You know, that's something as you get older, you do think about that more because you have more folks that you know over there on that side 
And oh, the, oh, how vital it is that we get that word out, that there's salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ and through his blood, through the cross. That we see graves turned into gardens. Amen? Let's sing that. Let's stand for that song together.
can, and he did. And if there's anyone here this morning that has not yourself personally received Jesus as your Savior, I would ask you to do it today. And um, also, anyone watching online today, if you have not received Jesus as your Savior, you're a walking dead person, according to God's word. Dead because you're separated. That's what death is, a separation from life and from God. So turn your heart over to Jesus Christ. Believe in this truth that we've spoken this morning, that Jesus came to this earth as a man and God, dying for us. He laid down his life for you to say, Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you're this. Yeah, you can say it. That's good. And you say it. If, if it's the first time, maybe for some, it's a renewal of your faith. Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you're the Son of God. Fully man and fully God. You came to this earth. You died on the cross for me, for my sin. I believe and I receive you as my Savior right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If you, if you have questions, if you're watching online, just get a hold of us. And um, the same here, we'll be up here to pray with you after the service. If you have any prayer needs. Hallelujah. He is risen. Indeed. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, let's greet each other as we go and have a wonderful... Oh, oh just a minute. Just a second. Sorry. Yes. For, for offerings, um, we do have boxes on the back. Um, and for uh, sending them in, Box 67, 10 Strike, Minnesota, to the church. But then also we're giving special offering for Ukraine relief through Samaritan's Purse today. And um, you can use the envelopes that are on the boxes back here, put your money in there and indicate it for Ukraine. And um, yes, thank you for reminding me about that. Hallelujah. I would have forgotten.
I wear 